Good morning and welcome. Hi, this is your host, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard, Movement Internationals, also the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, Global Tent Ministries, where there is life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. Well, on this fabulous Friday, I want to talk a little bit about colors and what the colors mean to God. You know, God is the creator of everything, and we know that Satan have uh, has polluted uh, the things of God. So I want to enlighten you on some things concerning the colors and um I'm going to try to get through this and then we're going to uh, talk about the significance also of numbers, uh, the, the numbers like one, two, and three, not the numbers in your Bible, not the book of numbers. I'm talking about the actual numbers. So moving forward, okay, it says in the tabernacle of Exodus, Uh, generation white was the color of the surrounding wall of linen Uh, the eight foot high wall of linen kept the people out separated the tabernacle from the world and control the permit the the to afford only one port of access the gate okay the curtain of the gate was made of blue purple, scarlet, and fine linen. You can find that in Exodus 27 and 16, okay? Always go to your word and get an understanding of what you are being taught. Isaiah defines uh, the meaning of this white, okay? Uh, Isaiah 1 and 18, he says, Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Although your sins are as scarlet they will be as white as snow. Uh, though they are red like crimson, they will be like wool. Okay. Now, as you see again, God is a God of color as well as numbers. Okay. That's why a lot of times, um, before I really wear anything out, uh, whether it's ministry or whether it's me doing my uh, my coaching or mentoring or going out to do outreach or just every day, I always consult with God on the colors. Or sometimes He would just come to me and say, "Today I want you in this color." And so um, it used to be a time I know I used to tell my mom when I was a very young girl. Uh, when I used to go look for work, every time I went out to look for work, I would wear a white pantsuit and uh, maybe like um, uh, some little light color accessories or something like that. And it never failed every time I did that. Uh, besides praying first, I would always get the job that I went out for. And I told my mom that I said, for some reason, this color is for me. Okay, so every color does has its meaning. It, it really do. And so I want you to get educated on your word and as ev- on everything uh, concerning the things of God. Education in the Bible is a beautiful thing as well as having your education, um, like in college, school or what have you. You want to be educated of your word and know what certain things mean. Okay, 
Uh, white means pure. White is contrast with red, the color of sins. White is the result of purification of sins, which happens uh, for the believer at the moment of salvation based upon the work of the Lord Jesus Christ, who paid for the sins. The purity of salvation is represented as white clothing. Okay, also I'm going to give you scriptures. I want you to go and read them for yourselves. And that's Matthew 17 and 2, Mark 9 and 3, Luke 9 and 29, Revelation 7 and 14, Revelations 19 and 14. Go and read those. Okay, it'll help you to better understand. Uh, and all that you don't understand, before you even open your Bible up to read it, I always ask God to open up my mind and heart to receive your word, to understand your word, and to explain your word to others so they can understand it, okay? Uh, the white clothing of salvation is symbolized by the robe of righteousness, okay? You will find that in Isaiah 61 and 10, the robe of righteousness, okay? White is used to describe to the color uh, ripened grain, okay? In contrast of green before it is ripened, okay? Um, going further, the grain uh, that has reached maturity, which is ripe and ready to be harvested. Here, the Lord Jesus Christ is using uh, an agricultural analogy to unbelievers who are currently positive but have yet to hear the gospel when they hear the gospel uh, they will be evangelized and sanctified so the lord who knows their heart sees them as if they were already saved and they will be what shortly White in the verse represents a positional sanctification, although it is yet future. Although positional sanctification in, uh, is the issue here, okay? The grain had reached maturity and the ripening process, okay? Um, let's just keep going further, okay? Because I want you to really get an understanding. This is also an example of how the words for the color white in the scripture have a broad range of meanings just as they do today, okay? Uh, something else uh, that you need to know. Something else that is pure can uh, never be adulterated uh, is God's love, okay? It's his love. His love is pure, okay? Read 1 Corinthians 13, okay? It is a description of love which clearly reveals this, uh, the command for a husband to love his wife in Ephesians 5, 25 and 26. It also demonstrates that love must be what? Pure. Okay. Go back and read it. Okay. Ephesians 25 and 25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself as a what? Substitute for her. Okay. Verse 26. That having purified her, he might sanctify her by the washing of the water, by the by the communicated word, which is what? The gospel. Okay? Moving forward. White in the body may also symbolize purity, such as the white of the teeth. Okay? However, white in the body generally is not good. Okay? 
uh, it represents infection and wealth and uh, uh, bloodiness and therefore it is lifeless. Read Exodus 4 and 6 and Leviticus 13 verses 18 through 20. Also read Job 7 and 5. Okay, moving forward. Now we do know, we go into the colors now because I want you to get an understanding of this. The color violet is uh, meaning jealous ambition. Okay, at jealous ambition. You can find that in Isaiah 14 and 14. Also Ezekiel 28, 2, 6, and 9. It represents jealousy. Okay, uh, white represents pure sanctification and love. Uh, we said the scriptures, which was Isaiah 1 and 18, Ephesians 5 and 25. Black represents death, world, deceased, and burned. Okay. Second Peter 2, 17, Jude 13, John 1 and 5, Revelations 6 and 5. Go back and read the scriptures so you won't just have to take me for the for my word, but what it says in the scripture. Okay. Now we're going to red. Red refers to the blood of Christ in a curtain over the gates of the tabernacle, okay? The blood represented redemption, the payment for sins of the world. Red uh, signifies sin in Isaiah 1 and 18, okay? Adam was made from clay, which was what? Red. <laughs> I know some of you are like, what? Yes, Adam was made from clay. They said the dust of the ground. It was clay, um, which was red, okay? The name Adam is derived from that meaning. Adam was a source of sin in the human race, okay? The red dye that was used in the tabernacle called scarlet, which was in Exodus 25 and 4. Hebrew, they call it tolaeth, T-O-L-A-A-T-H, okay? It was crimson. Okay, the real color was crimson, even though it was translated as scarlet. Okay, it was translated as scarlet, but it was really crimson. Okay, now the root meaning of the Hebrew word is worm. It was used in various forms in Hebrew with meanings such as shining worm, glow worm, worm of brightness. It referred to the insect, coccus, uh, what they call it, and they was they call that in Aramic. Okay, now we're gonna we're gonna go further down where it says robes of crimson were worn by the wealthy people. Okay, in Second Samuel one two and four, Proverbs thirty one and twenty one, Jeremiah four and thirty, Lamentations four and five, Revelation seventeen and four. Robes of crimson were worn by wealthy people. Okay, go and research it. The Greeks and the Romans used this color for military cloaks. The cloak that the soldiers put on Jesus was crimson, according to Matthew 27 and 28, and probably was one of the military cloaks, although Mark and John call it purple. Okay, this is not... Um, a contradiction, okay? Uh, since the languages were different, this is not a contra contradiction. You know, sometimes we're like, man, the words just be, you know, can't really understand it. You know, that was in their language. Everybody spoke in different languages, so that was in their language, okay? The color pink. Pink is a mixture of white and red, as we know, okay? It is the color of healthy flesh. 
flesh in the Bible symbolizes the old uh, sin nature because uh, the 23 chromosomes inherited from Adam uh, resides there. Okay, thus pink also represents lust. Uh-huh, shock some of you, huh? Let's go back. Pink is a mixture of white and red, okay? It is the color of healthy flesh. Flesh in the Bible symbolizes the old sin nature because the 23 chromosomes inherited from Adam resides there, okay? Pink also represents lust, okay? Moving forward, the color orange. Orange as a second color of the rainbow represented separation uh, per the meaning of the number two for divine division or separation. The Bible says, how could two walk together except they be what agreed? The word for the color orange does not appear in scripture uh, per se, but it's obviously there in the rainbow and in the materials that are mentioned. For example, iron, uh, okay, things like that. And you go to Psalms 2 and 9, Revelations 2 and 27, okay, um, the color brown. Let's go to that color. The color brown meaning dying, decaying. Uh, read Job 13 and 28, Habakkuk 3 and 16, 2 Corinthians 4 and 16. It is one of the colors uh, for dead works as represented by wood, hay, and straw, okay? I want to repeat that, okay, because I don't want you to be confused. Brown means dying, decaying, okay, astrophy. <clears throat> it is one of the colors for dead works as represented by what? Wood, hay, and straw, okay? The color yellow. Yellow is the color of glory, which is the glow of shining of something that is releasing energy. There was a glow associated with the Shekinah glory in the tabernacle and the golden lampstand. The production of good works requires the release of what? Energy. Okay, excuse me. The radiance of light production is represented by yellow. Uh, since human life radiates a glory, then yellow is also uh, a color of life. Okay, the strength or the capacity uh, of life is also represented by yellow. That's one of my favorite colors. A lot of you all, when you see me, a lot of times you see me with yellow nails and yellow this, yellow that, or, you know, something like that. I love me some yellow. Mm -hmm. However, yellow in the human body is not a sign of strength, okay? Uh, yellow teeth may represent the first stage of decay. Yellow in the body may represent uh, bitterness, Job 16 and 13, Acts 8 and 23. I got to admit at one point of time, I had some bitterness that was inside of me for a long period of time until God delivered me from that spirit of bitterness. That's why these colors are so important that we know and understand, okay? Um, the color green. The color green refers to man's perfect environment of the Garden of Eden. Green is the color of plant, which is life, which covers the earth uh, in abundance of luxury. 
It is associated with healthy plant life and therefore with happiness. However, plants may be good plants or weeds. Okay, the, uh, the spreading everywhere as uncultivated weeds is the basis for applying green to lawlessness. Okay, green. Yes, the, the color green. Now, the color blue. Blue is the color of the sky. It reminds us of heaven and refers to Jesus Christ as the Son of God who came down from heaven as portrayed by the Gospel of John. It represents the righteousness of God so long as divine righteousness is associated with heaven. That is proper. But when the created beings, which is mankind, represents himself as divine righteous, that is sin. Okay? When a human uh, represents or presents himself as God, then that is the sin of self-righteousness, making oneself a God. Okay? Um, a lot of people don't understand that when they use the word, I'm a goddess. Or, you know, each to his own. You know, what your beliefs is, that's your beliefs. But I'm just telling you, it's called self-righteousness, which is also represented by the color blue. Rejection of God is called hardening of the heart, which is another derived meaning that goes along with making oneself a God. Blue in human bodies, such as, uh, let's use uh, something like, such as a, a blush, uh, bluish, I mean, I'm sorry, a bluish color or uh, of the flesh may mean cold or could be a bruise. You ever seen a bruise on a person, how it look like it's dark blue and then it look, then it turns purple looking. It's, just, it's, it's uh, like a bruise color. Okay. Exodus 21 and 25, Job 9 and 17, Isaiah 30 and 26. Okay. Um, we understand, we need to understand and know a lot of things about color, you know, uh, the meaning, the good and the bad, like the red represents the blood, which is sin. Uh, the derived meaning is redemption of Adam, the earth, the elements and suffering. Uh, also orange represents uh, the meaning of good and bad. We need to know the meaning of the good side and the bad side of it, human good, and also separation and evil. Okay, dead works. It also means dead works. Okay, so it's a good side and it's a bad side. Okay, yellow represents glory and divine good. On the other side, life, man, strength, capacity for life, uh, bitterness. Also a gal of bitterness. Okay, green, the garden of Eden and plants. Okay, the other side of that is environment, happiness, blessings, and lawlessness. Okay, um, blue, heaven, righteousness of God, legalism. Okay, uh, also the flip side of that is heavenly, son of God, hardness of heart, cold and bruise. Okay, the color indigo is a covering, hidden, private, appropriation and atonement. Okay. Now, I just want you to understand color. We might not get through all of this. Okay, the color indigo is one of the colors of the rainbow which appeared after the flood uh, had covered the earth. It refers to us being covered 
they covered it into a, a dark or the say for instance in the background color it's a background color the hebrew word is kipper kipper means to cover as well as to uh, appropriate or to make atonement indigo is the color of pen of feathers which are covered okay it is the color that uh like in the vein you know how the color looks in the vein violet is a color of the visible light the spectrum but the only colors in scripture are artificial colors which are made from dyes okay uh they color purple in scripture uh was made from dye the purple dye may have tints that run towards blue or red the red the red purple the red purple is sometimes translated as violet okay the red purple sometimes is translated as violet the color purple is a scripture uh is a symbol of royalty we all we everybody loves so many people love purple because they know it symbolizes royalty kings dressed in robes in purple okay the lord jesus christ future king of israel is portrayed as a royal messiah in the curtain that is covered in the tabernacle as well as the gospel of matthew look at matthew 21 5 and 11 okay the color purple was used in the tabernacle also in exodus 25 and 4 was made from purple dye the word in hebrew is uh a-r-g-a-m-a-n okay uh for you the one that could pronounce that real well <laughs> the color was true purple of a dark red color okay the dye was made from the tiny uh from something very tiny the dye was so expensive that only royalty and wealthy could afford these type of garments okay read esther 8 and 15 daniel 5 and 7 okay um we got to understand, you know, the colors are so, so important. Uh, talking about colors of creation, like, okay, the universe was created. Genesis 1 and 1. Remember when I talked about it? Uh, then the angels were created. Later, Satan sinned and he took third of the angels with him. Revelations 12, 3 and 4. When Satan and his demons rejected uh, God's solution for their sins, they were sentenced to the lake of fire. Okay, Mark 25, 41. Okay, but it's all this is 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 linked up with color and 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 god's color of creation of things that was set forth and so it's so important that we uh learn not only just the word but what the colors mean that's why um you have people that's in that's been in gangs if you i've uh known people that was in gangs years ago and they had certain colors that they would wear that represents who they stood for you know what i'm saying and um that's the same thing like in Christendom, you know, we represent God in a different way. All of us represent God in a different way. God uses us to do things in a different way. Like uh, myself, the tribe of Judah, we are, uh, we wear army fatigue. That's what we wear. Uh, that's what the tribe of Judah wear. And all those colors is like green, brown, and stuff like that. You know, the brown, you just told you about the wood, the straw, and all that. The green represents life and all that. So God always give instructions and directions and, and he gives you strategic. When I say he's so strategic, he's so strategic in teaching us and wanting us to learn more of him and his creation of things that he created just for us. You know, so it's good to know these things, to know your word and know what's good for you, what's not good for you. The colors have is good and they have is bad. 
you know so we can't say i'm not gonna wear orange because orange represent dead work so there's a flip side of that because it also represents praise so um it's it's a flip a good side it depends on if god move on you to wear a certain colors like he do me he'll tell me you know wear this color today or either sometimes i'll consult with him and say god you know what is it that you desire me to wear today what do you want me to wear and every time I put certain things on, it, it further lets me know once that day, you know, once I walk into my day and I, and I further see why he told me to wear that color. Like it is, it, it is so amazing how God deal with us. You know, he deal with everybody accordingly and he deal with me in such a way, man. My, sometimes I'm blown away at how God deals with me and he is no respect of person. The same way he deal with me, the same way he download information in me, he can do the same for you, but you got to desire it. And I always tell the tribe of Judah, it depends on how far it depends on how high you want to go in God because he'll take you as high as you want to go the more you want from God besides asking for money cars and houses you know I want more wisdom I want more knowledge and understanding of God I want to you know be so in tune in the spirit realm to where I know and, and understand the seasons, the times, and what's going to take place and all those things. So that's more important to me than anything. All those things will be added, you know, because I'm seeking ye first the kingdom of God and all the his righteousness, all the things that he desired for me to know. I want to know that. I want to know what to use, what to pick up, what to put down, and all those. That's even in instruments. We don't know that instruments mean something to God. I love hearts. I love the violin and I, I love horns and all I love drums. All those things represents God. God, you know, in heaven, they said they was going to be saying, holy, holy, holy. You know, uh, they didn't say that they was going to be doing any preaching in heaven, but they said they was just going to be saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord our God. And that and, and praises and worship. Can you can you just see it in, in my I had a vision years ago I dreamed that I was I had uh, uh, walked up into heaven and I dreamed that one of my family members were there and I thought I was the only one there because it was so quiet and it, I didn't even see anybody else until I went up those stairs those stairs was pearly oh my god it was so beautiful when I got upstairs it was an organ a beautiful white organ with gold keys on it and and one of my family members was standing there and when we when I got up there everything was so beautiful and then I got I went back out and exit and I came back to earth so heaven is so flamboyant and it is so beautiful. Some people never get a chance to experience that. So that tells me if there's an organ up there in heaven, if there's violins, if there are harps, I've seen people playing harps. If there's harps, you know, in the spirit realm, if there's harps, harps, H-A-R-P-S, harps, then we know that he loves music. And we do know that David soothed um, uh, Saul by playing music. Uh-huh. So we do know that God loves. He said, I wish above all things that you would worship me. You know, God loves worship. What is worship? Come on, y'all work with me. God loves worship. So I know for a fact when we worship God and we singing unto the Lord, dancing before God, said David danced. He danced so much. He danced out of his clothes. Miriam, all of them. They played the tamarind. All of them. They came out with a with a blast of the horn and with tamarind that tells me that God loves sound. Can you say that? He loves sound. In my closing, 
I pray that something was said to help you. And we will go further into this. That's not the end of it. We're going to continue to talk about colors of creation. Okay. That is my topic for today. Colors of creation. From who? Our creator. See, a lot of people worship the stars, the moon, and all that. But I'm going to worship the creator of the stars, the moon, and the colors, and all that good stuff. So, in my closing, I pray that you are helped. And we want to continue. Every so often, I come on here and I do some teaching. The last time I was teaching about the four dimensions of prophecy. You know, so we need to understand and know certain things. Because if not, we will be lost in this place called world. Okay. God bless you. I love you. And I leave this with you. Life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. Until next time, have an awesome and a magnificent weekend and the rest of your life. Enjoy life. God gave it to you.